0: Good evening, friends. It's great to be able to share with you this evening. So in our gospel reading tonight, John is proclaiming Jesus, which is an amazing thing, and it's super important. John is saying, this is the guy. John was out there busy working. He was baptizing and chastising and demonizing and proselytizing, and then he sees Jesus, and he's like, this is the guy. He says, I saw a sign. I saw the Spirit come down and settle on this guy. And God told me that if I saw the Spirit come down and settle on someone, that was going to be the guy. So this is the guy. So he had seen signs. He was 100% convinced. He was ready to make it happen. Then it happened the next day. John was hanging out, doing his thing with a couple of disciples. Uh, Jesus comes by, and he says, this is the guy. This is the Son of God. And the two disciples follow him. And the disciples ask Jesus, uh, well, Jesus first starts and says, what are you looking for? And they respond with rabbi, which means teacher. So essentially with one word, they said, we are looking for a teacher. And then they asked him, where are you staying? And Jesus said, come and see. So I love gospel passages like this because when I read it, I think, oh, I could do that. I can do this stuff. I know what this is. So, first and foremost, we can proclaim Jesus. It's not something that we Episcopalians are necessarily known for doing out loud in public. But, when we have amazing moments, we can proclaim Jesus. I, I don't know about you, but I don't only say, thanks be to God, at the end of a long church service, like, thanks be to God. I Use thanks be to God on a daily basis. When something happens that you could not have possibly made happen, when something happens that feels miraculous, we can say out loud, thanks be to God. Another one I love is God is good. If Someone says, hey, Dan, that was great. You did a great job. And I can say, God is good. We can give God the credit. We can proclaim Jesus to those around us. What are you looking for? is such a profound question. What are we looking for? I'm not talking about like our keys or the wi-fi password. I'm talking about your life. What are you looking for? It's amazing to imagine Jesus standing in front of you and asking you, what are you looking for? I would take a moment to answer, right? And then We can respond immediately with, Rabbi, we need a teacher. All of us need a teacher. And we can seek Jesus as that teacher. We need someone to help us navigate and understand the confusing and often painful experience of being human. We need a teacher. So we can ask, where are you staying We can find out where we feel closest to Jesus. For some people, that's at St. Paul's. For some people, that would be at community meals. Or it would be out in the woods in complete solitude. Find that place. Where is Jesus staying? And then we can go there, especially when we're feeling distant from Jesus. We can remember the place that we know that Jesus is staying. We can go back there and we can rekindle that. So, we can ask, where are you staying? And then, come and see. What an amazing invitation. Those are both verbs, right? They're action words. It's not a one and done thing. You can go to where the work of Jesus is happening. You can see the transformation in people's lives. We can actively seek that and go and see where the the things are happening. So, we can remember that it is important for us to know what we are looking for. It's important for us to seek Jesus as our teacher. We can go and we can see the transformative work of Christ. And then we can proclaim Jesus to the world through that work. God is good. Thanks be to God. Amen.